0: You're Eric. Yeah, <laughs> you're Eric. And welcome to. Okay,
1: okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes.
2: Hey guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here at the Reform Way. I am joined by Mr. Peter Pohl.
0: Eric, I haven't seen you. Well, I have seen you, but it's kind of the first time we've bonded since our trip to Wisconsin.
2: I, I am so happy to be in the same <laughs> yeah. podcasting. We, with we you. thought Eric was going to get sick and I'm here a tornado, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: Mr. Corey Smith. Oh, hello, Corey. <laughs> Corey, what's happening, brother? How much? Pretty close to wedding day, right yeah. around the corner. About a month away. Ooh. Almost there. In fact,
0: it's month tomorrow, right?
1: Uh, no, we got like a month in three days. Okay. Yeah, it's coming up. But who's counting? I yeah. know. <laughs> I think
2: he's counting down to the vacation.
1: Yeah, that I don't. care about far more.
2: <laughs> Camping?
1: No, we're going to Barbados. Oh, there's yeah. your... Dude. i see. Yeah. you, man, he's going. This is big Sweet. Yeah. yeah, it's going
2: to be good. Um, we are, we've got, we brought the dream team here together. We haven't got to be together too much recently, so uh, you're welcome, everyone. Uh, we are here now to discuss how... Really, the, the idea and the theme of coaches need coaches, right? So Corey and I are coaches here. Pizza coach for every other kind of aspect in life. <laughs> I uh, coach you
0: guys on life itself. He sure does.
2: <laughs> um, the idea and the overarching subject of coaches need guidance, coaches need support. We all need, essentially all of us need an upper or an outside perspective on what's going on to help us move forward, right? In all yeah. different manners.
0: Counselors, they used to call them, mentors, mm-hmm. coaches, can be all a, those things, close friends. So all that.
2: So just that idea on the first topic, Corey, what are your thoughts on coaches need coaches?
1: Well, I mean like it, the, the title itself, you know, like coaches need coaches, like really it's a, the message is like, no matter how skilled you may be, you still need help from somebody. Right. So just because you feel like you understand one aspect of life, maybe you need help in another life part of your life. So you could reach out to somebody, whether it is a friend, um, a professional, or somebody, but to use that as guidance because we don't know everything ourselves and we got to learn from somebody. So it's great to be able to reach out to somebody and, and try to gain some advice from them.
2: Outside perspective, I think kind of talking on that outside perspective is so much more valuable than I used to understand. It was, I guess you could say, you know, like I'm, Arguably in a younger mind than obviously Peter. Oh, that's um, for sure. Significantly younger <laughs> yeah. body as well. Well, that's uh, for sure, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, as like experience goes on, it's like where they talk about in my own head, where you know, the more the the older you get, like the more you realize you don't know, or what is it? What do they, 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 they consider? Well, about? I
0: think you, the truth is, the only, the only you, the you, I use the term, you give people more grace. Because at the end of the day, you realize that there's a perspective. We're all looking at world slightly different from how we're brought up. And, yeah. you know, whether you have a, a mentor or somebody else in your life, you need to um, uh, surround yourself with people that will be honest with you. That's the main thing. And then I think if you do that alone, you will get a lot of the mentoring you need. And then specifically, I know Eric, for example, you use a couple of different coaches here at um, for your CrossFit business side, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And um, I know, Corey, for the longest time, you were doing, I don't want to call them coaches, but you had teachers that when you were going through school, for example, that really kind of helped you and guided you and honed you on, on specific subject matters and specific things that you were curious about and how life was treating you, so... But now that you're going into marital one, maybe a marital coach, where Eric and I could probably help you there. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> on a very different timeline yeah. than I am. Yeah. Always say you're sorry. You're never right. And I yeah. swear you'll be okay. Yeah, It'll you'll be fine. The, uh, <laughs> the, um,
2: yeah, I mean, like, so, like, even for myself, like, you know, I've been – I had, let's say, in my CrossFit realm, let's say, early on, especially learning how to become a coach and even just the CrossFit world, I was – my coach at the time was the owner of our old gym at mission crossfit uh, and i was i looked up to him like crazy and he, he helped mold so many mindsets and focuses i have of what i've done physically in the crossfit world in the business world all those kind of things and then even like coming into to owning here i actually kind of had about 4 years of hiatus of just kind of trying to do it on my own and then i didn't realize till later how important it was to have another person to help you just align with where you want to go with what you're doing in business and in life uh, and and kind of have those outside perspectives them asking you questions and then you kind of like aligning or just kind of reflecting on that has been so helpful and key to, one, the business growth, to the personal growth. And it's just trying to tread on my own, realize that that don't get you many places.
0: No, and I think what your, your overarching point is, I think we all have to realize is that we need to have some kind of ability to think beyond today's news cycle, and whether it's in the business world, the personal world, you want to go. Okay, what do I really? Not to say what do I want to be in a goal setting, but you know, how do how is this path treating me, and what am I missing here? Why do these pitfalls seem to continue to happen to me or don't happen to me? I think it it breeds the ability to be open minded, and if you're open minded, you're also open minded with other people's and the way they think, and I think that's really important because if not. It's like you said, Eric, you get into this kind of mental treadmill, and, mm-hmm. and it's like doing the same workout every day until you think, I'm going to get better at it. I'm going to get better at it. But at a certain point in time, you just don't get better at it. And then it burns you out, mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah. personally.
0: so Do you find, Corey, asks, in your position in life right now, that, that you're in any position of burnout and anything that you think you could use some more uh, coaching or, journal, or guidance on? Are you, are you? is everything so new to you right now between building that new redoing your house the marriage and everything else
2: and you have your dad too who's a good guy
1: it's a lot going on by the way yeah those things that you're saying yeah I think um, just for me where I'm at in my life right now is I would say like early 20s to now like you know that's a pretty drastic change in your lifestyle and your life and how you do things and I've learned a lot in that span of time and I think it comes down to having the right friends or coaches or people in place to where There's people that I, I would go to for advice on certain things. There's people I would look up to in certain aspects and I could pull from each one of those to get a good perspective on like the world versus just figuring it out on my own. Mm -hmm. And I feel like overall, like I'm, I mean, not that my life was like terrible before, but I think I'm probably in the best place that I've ever been right Right. now. And it is, there's a lot of things going on that are like the big things in your life, like marriage and house and all that kind of stuff. And to be able to like step back and appreciate it and realize it is probably just from listening to other people's perspective and understanding that, you know, like you only have your own, your, your first marriage once or, you know, like your first house once or your first kid once, like, so to get wrapped up in that and not appreciate it, you know, you kind of miss out on it. So, step back and appreciate what's going on right now
0: interesting eric how about Mm -hmm. you what was the one i know just this is so spontaneous i don't mean to take over the conversation what was when you went when you finally decided to go to your one of your mentor groups i think Mm -hmm. you got a couple right
2: uh uh, mainly one i can explain it a little bit deeper but okay
0: and what was one of the aha moments you got you go you did that you got from that one that they go oh jesus i didn't think of that
2: yeah well um so i A few different things with that. So first and foremost, I'm one that does not, many of you guys may know, I do not make big impulsive decisions. Oh, Uh, Some of the people that have been around me a lot kind of chuckle. Um, You're compulsive, but not making decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) All right. So I will make them and I will run my head through a wall for them once I make them. Right. Um, But I will not jump into super big things without doing research and really making sure it aligns with me. I'll almost commit to less things big time and give everything to that. Um, And when I do, you better get out of my way because I'm there. Uh, Whether it's the marriage, you know, sport when I was in it, the business, whatever it is. Um, And I had, like I said, I kind of felt that without my own personal, with my own, I, I I had led myself as far as I could or led our business as far as I could without outside guidance, support from other people that had lived it and could see it differently. So I, I had, we're in, um, you know, a, a whole business growth group essentially called two brain business. It's very well known in the CrossFit world. Um, it's, and, and it's not necessarily about like necessarily making more money or anything like that. It's more about, are you doing what you want to be doing? Does this align correctly with your personal values? Are you, what, what is so your So it's purpose? defining
0: success? Whatever that means to you?
2: Yeah, exactly. Inside and outside right. the gym. Um, And so I've had a coach, different coaches throughout that and different kind of peers throughout that going through the same things for about the last three and a half to four years. It was when we were about to renew our lease and our lease was going to go up over $3,000 a month. Um, So our rent was changing significantly. I didn't have the right ideas of how I could keep us above water correctly without the right other guidance in these areas uh, and what to do. So I had been following um, this guy named Chris Cooper who writes a book. He has multiple books now about the business world and the CrossFit world. He's grown up through it and had his own things he's learned and had his own guides and everything. Um, And now he has a huge mentorship practice. And so I had aligned with him for years before I realized, like I realized that I was going to kind of start getting coaching from all them. So now it's a a group of peers of top level CrossFit gyms that are doing fairly well and how they are maneuvering through that and what are the next steps how do you get through guidance and business and all that and all of it aligns to other business type ideas
0: got it you know in fact i remember you were talking about some of the guest speakers you had i, I wasn't able mm-hmm. to go but they 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 it sounds like they really try to engage the cutting edge people that are in the in the business world the marketing world in the life world mm-hmm. for as far as bringing their input into these, into your meetings too.
2: Exactly. Like we just went to a huge, even uh, when I was in Houston, uh, we had like a a whole storytelling workshop. We're working on trying to, how to implement a lot of the media kind of stuff into ours. So we can tell our people's stories better, um, align with people more, connect with people, uh, or to say, so that people can understand outside people as well as our own can understand, the great that's going on here because it is there. Then it's like, how do we get it out?
0: I think that's brandscaping was one of the, one of the mentors in your group. Uh, brandscaping for everybody out there is basically how to tell your story, how to tell your brand mm-hmm. in a story format. Yep. And uh, I think that's really important. That's important for anybody. Um, how do you guys think that mentoring from a coaching point of view to us as members, how do you, how do you mentor the unmentorable? Unmentorable. How do you, how do you give advice? How do you coax? How do you give that I know, we have different programs in here during the course of the year. But do you guys have a kind of a theme? Are Are you working on a theme on how to mentor your herd? I
2: hate to call it the herd, but that's what we are. You mean the members? Yeah. How to improve the members? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a great question. Do you want to go to that? You want to go?
1: To that? Yeah. I mean, the easiest way to, I guess, phrase it is like you just have to communicate it to them in a way that they're gonna resonate with it, mm-hmm. and you can say one thing to you that's gonna make total sense, like. Earlier you are saying you love knowing what the stimulus of the workout is, and that helps drive you for the workout to do better in that, to kind of progress you, and you feel really accomplished when you know that. Some people don't care. So then it's how do you communicate what you need to to get them to feel the same thing as you, that sense of accomplishment and achievement, without really saying it in the same way. So you become able to kind of adapt I think it'd be your really message. really hard. It'd be is hard a, for
0: my personality because I'd be the snarky one to the tele- you would. It <laughs> It is
2: a significant challenge. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's teaching, you know, that's teaching, that's coaching, that's guiding, whatever it is. So Corey's yeah. exactly saying it, right? Like you go on that side of the table with them and how do you help them understand you've got the right idea and then package it correctly and say it correctly.
0: Yeah. Because when you coach, I've coached a lot mm-hmm. and it, I'm talking about, I did everything from kids coaching, kids sports. Mm-hmm. I was pretty good at it. But that's because the herd had to listen to you and follow you. Coaching a class like this where the herd, I'm sorry, the members, us, I'm yeah. saying myself, <laughs> yeah, yeah. are all individual participants in the buy-in. So it's not like we're all going to be playing for the Lakers. We have to working for a championship as a team. We're, we're, it's a group of 14 individuals in a class with completely different mindsets, not only what they're doing here different are go- yeah where they're going with their goals if they even have them it's, but everybody has some kind of goal they wouldn't be at this place mm-hmm. but it's just a different it's a different and a harder coaching model it's almost like individual coaching a group it's not like you're coaching a team yeah. because you can't have the the teens are probably easier because you can kind of coach the teens because they all have this that one kind of okay they still
1: have like a level of respect for us (laughs) you know (laughs) we got a level of respect for you i'm not sure that level
2: is quite the one you want but but, but
0: i think coaching us as members is a much more difficult task than coaching a
1: a soccer team i mean i would say what i've probably realized in the last couple years or so is it's not gonna be done in one session or one day like it is for some people it's a year long process and some people it's a week long, but you know, you work with people a little bit at a time and you try to get them to a certain level. And shoot, I would say half the time, some people may not even realize that we're probably trying to push them or nudge them in the good direction. You know, Mm -hmm. we're inching that way and they, you know, maybe they pick up as a on member, a
0: little bit. As a member, I can tell you who likes it because those people come up and talk to me and I shouldn't be coaching them because I don't know what I'm doing. But they'll come up and go, why do you do it like that? I go, well, at my age, is why I'm doing it that way. Mm-hmm. It might be Mike, it could be anybody. And then there's a whole other group I don't talk to because they just, they don't care. And that's okay, I'm not going to reach out. But if someone...
1: Well, see, I think of it more, it's not specifically like just the movements either, right? It's no. how they mentally approach things. So you could take how someone approaches today's workouts, it's running intervals, right? And it's not easy for a lot of people and giving them like a mindset on how to achieve that. You could say, Hey, I want you to do it this way or try to do it this way. And whether they realize it or not, like, let's say for example, I've told some people try to have, so it's, it's a run interval where you get different amounts or it's a different amount of time for different distances of run. So it could vary quite a bit. And i say, Hey, try to keep the exact same rest each interval. And so it kind of incentivizes them to be accountable. And so it gives them a goal and it gives them something to be responsible for, which can carry over into everyday life is they have a task, they have something they need to do and they're trying their best to be committed to that task. So it's, it's like a subtle thing to improve their life. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we did a podcast sense. about things we take from the gym and learn in our everyday life. Right. Is it's
0: like, not just functional fitness. <clears throat> no. And it's it, mental fitness. Like he's,
2: yeah. like he's saying like too, like the, the interesting thing to me on that outside perspective of that stuff is it's almost it's it's a lot of it's just it's just clarity of like what message you're trying to convey but how can you use how can you do that clarity of that message to that person correctly the way i can say it to you is very different than the way i can say it to Corey or someone else right or to rochelle or something so that we get the same message across it's Um,
0: interesting because that's not necessarily the way you bestly receive messages either so, I mean, we're it, all
2: constantly trying to work on how we can take in. Is yeah, that what you so, mean? Yeah. So at mm-hmm. the end of the
0: day, it's, it's understanding that that niche on the, who the person you're talking to, like how they receive the message. And it goes back to how you guys receive messages from your coaches or your mentors or your people mm-hmm. that you receive them differently than you may have to partake, spell them out to the different members. And so it's a, it, like you said, it's more of a teaching it's more of a teaching methodology than a mentoring methodology. Because mentoring, you're asking for advice. Teaching mm-hmm. or giving the advice, whether you, I'm not saying, I'm. I'm some people aren't asking for it, but you still need to teach them. You have mm-hmm. to teach them. Yeah. That's a different, slightly different nuance than saying, I don't know what I'm doing, how would you guys attack
1: this? Mm-hmm.
0: To me, that's teaching, but it's also, I I trust you because you guys know what you're doing. And I don't mind you mentoring me in my fitness journey.
1: I mean, the people that ask for advice are the easiest ones to coach because they are listening. You know, like just exactly what you said is it's super easy to coach those people because you can be very, very direct with them. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if people aren't asking for your help and you still want to help them, you got to get creative and you figure out how to do that that's tough Mm yeah that's tough you know i enjoy it i think it's like mind judo you like trick them into it you know
2: (laughs) once the more you get the more you understand that like it's it's really fun yeah it's like like you said mind judo where you're like i want them to understand this way how can i get that there you know it can get overwhelming by all means especially because we like you said if we have a group of 12 people and all of them are different personalities and they all need different ways on a workout for for an example very difficult um We talked real quick before hopping on, which I think was just kind of a cool thing that you brought up to Pete with regards to like this idea of coaching, mentorship, guidance, help, outside perspective is like how important some of your close knit friends group are. Oh yeah. I think
0: that, you know, you asked me before we started, do I have a mentor per se? Well, I I went back and reflected for everything. My father, Mm -hmm. my brothers in a sense, um, I've had mentors in the business world. But I probably this part of my life, probably the last 15 years, I and this was unintentional. It kind of came out as we talked. My mentors are my best friends because those are the same people I could tell and talk to about whether... You're messing up here, dude, that you're wrecking this, you're wrecking relationship. And they go, what do you mean? I go, because look, I've done that too. And let me tell you something. Are you on the business side? He goes, no, you keep telling me you want to do this part of your business. Then go for it. Take a chance there. And they'll say the same thing to me. And then at the same time, I'll say to him, go, you know what, Steve? Oh, I didn't mean it, Steve. You know, you put on a little weight. Maybe you should come back to the gym more often than once every two weeks. (laughs) But we can tell each other that. And and joking or even Dane, I was talking to Dane a couple days ago and I said, Dane, the last month of your foot recovery, which I know you guys have a podcast you did, is your workout's been more impressive than all the years before because you're working out now with intention of getting, with with plates in your foot, with screws in your ankles, with boring up your heel, and you're now working out three to four days a week. And it's kind of on your own thing. You're, in, you're with the group, but you're not with the group. I understand because he was saying that, you know, and he worked out Sunday, we worked out Sunday together, for example. So it's just an interesting, so I think my friends... I pick my friends to mentor me as I mentor them. I pick my friends who'll be open.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think if you're open with each other, you get a lot more truth, a lot more mentoring anyway.
2: So, and would you, and, and you would say that that, that group of friends evolves over time. Yeah. Depending through, on what I your think, focuses I are. I so. And as, I mean, have you grown through friends?
0: Yes. And I think for me personally, uh, I mean, <clears throat> quite blunt. I go, I, 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 steer away from friends that I have a close couple of of, of relative friends that are very political mm. and into that market, that genre. They like to go down those rabbit holes. I don't hang with them. Yeah, Not because I don't find that valuable information, but that's not my mind. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? I
2: know what you mean, but like, like even for me, the biggest thing for me is I can't stand negative people. Mm. I have people that have been close friends that can just be really negative in right. life. Doesn't mean I don't care about them. Doesn't mean I don't hope for the best for them. Doesn't mean I don't want to see them at times. Right. But it just negativity drags me down
0: yeah i'm with you there. so you either slap them out of it or you said you move on yeah so so
2: much i up.
0: probably had five or six and it's all kind of weird that you say it now i've had business close relationships very close but as i started my own company 25 years ago it's kind of evolved around athletics so i've had a mountain bike group that are very close friends kind of like here i've had a tennis group that's very close friends now i have a crossfit group that's very close friends and it's weird some cross over but most don't so mm-hmm. when I leave one group behind, they go, "What happened to him?" Right. I go, "Nothing, guys. I'm just kind of going down a different path right now." Yeah. And so when I went into CrossFit, I had a probably ten guys we'd go mount. Then I was kind of the ringleader, you, mm-hmm. you could imagine, mm-hmm. of organizing three or four rides a week. And then when I got into CrossFit, I kind of just waned out of it. From there's only so many hours a day. And so my whole peer group, friends changed, which is really like they go, "I used to all live." I go, "I've just told them all I'm moving." Yeah. I mean, they they go, "What?" I go. Well, all you guys have been kind of involved in that process as we've been going through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think that's what life does. You can get stuck or you move through it. So,
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. So my, peer, my friends today are a different group of friends than that I had. That's not fair. My close niche is mm-hmm. different today than I was seven years ago. It's completely, I never knew I would know such knuckleheads as I know today. No, Look at really. you, yeah. like except for myself. That's right? exactly what all your they friends are, are saying, about you. <laughs> I mean, it's just weird. I mean, yeah. it's completely. You know, you yeah. think about it. It's those and not that those guys are bad friends. It's like losing your childhood friends. You know, yeah. they're still your friends. It's just growing. Yeah,
1: it's just growing. growing on, so. yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what I have I have a group of friends that I like when I played music a lot and stuff. They were my only like you know close group of friends, and then. You know, I stopped doing that and I'm still friends with them, but you know, I don't see them as much. And it's kind of like childhood friends, yeah. so I've got a new group of friends basically, or kind of you start hanging out with different people, yeah. But learned a lot from all different groups, yeah. You know, like, there's so much you can take from like that collective kind of like how you're saying your friends kind of help mentor you, as you guys all kind of bring each other up or bring each other down to, yeah, understand that,
0: yeah. Nice, and I think it goes back to your point you, you try to figure, hang with folks that. Well, I think everybody should try to hang with folks that are more life is the glass is half full versus half empty. And, you know, there's that personality type. Just that's just what they think. And so Mm -hmm. it works out. Okay. I
2: love it. Well, I love the spiritual talk. This is good stuff. Spiritual. It's It's, it's, (laughs) it's definitely a bigger thing. That's a whole other subject. It's a whole bigger thing than we even thought it might have gone. Um, But at at the end of the day, yeah, I think it all kind of resonates around the idea where we talk about coaches need coaches. But I think it's just pretty much like we all need coaches and outside guidance. Right. Really. You know, like. As members coming in, for example, they're often coming to us because there's some kind of help they need somewhere, whether it's accountability, it's guidance on how to feel better, it's guidance on how to lose weight, gain strength, feel better in what they're doing, train, or just have the a professional eye around yeah, them. Yeah, just
0: You know, th- there's a great book uh, called Gang of Rivals, and it's the book about Abraham Lincoln. When he was president, he surrounded himself with his rivals, not mm. just his you know, his party affiliates mm-hmm. and those became his adversarial friends, but they became friends because he, he pushed them inside the civil war was going on. And they had certain groups go, no, you can't spend this kind of money. No, you can't free the slaves. You're, you've got to take care of this. And, but these guys became his friends too. And Lincoln was able to coalesce, change his whole perspective. It's kind of what we're talking about today and, and surround himself with friends that weeped when he died, that might've despised him politically. Mm-hmm. and so I think that's what we're talking about here is just that surround yourself with not necessarily yes men but surround yourself with people that respect you that will love you and that um, you can do the same for them regardless mm-hmm. of your if you fit right in a particular world
2: awesome I love it well uh, sweet guys well thank you for that we all need coaches just ended coaches, there we all need some outside help and guidance people thanks guys
1: who need people. <laughs> <laughs> keep going <laughs> thanks again for listening to the reform way you can find us on our social media channels our instagram is at crossfit reform our facebook is crossfit reform and you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher any of the major apps and buzzsprout